Welcome everyone to another episode of the Geek Read Podcast brought to you by the Retro 2BD Podcast. Uh, I, my name is Turbo. I have the Swamp Ninja uh, here as well. And we also, we haven't heard from this man in a while. He's been uh, incognito for a few episodes. Um, it's the algorithm. How's it going, man? How are things? What are you guys saying? It hasn't been that things long. Things are good. This is uh, May 6th as recording. Uh, the King is here. So that's hilarious. I'm sure that's taken over your guys' TV channels. All hail uh, to the King. Yeah. All hail to the King, baby. Um, yeah. Just don't look at just don't look at his fingers, folks. It's not AI. It's not it's not uh, AI uh, CGI. Those fingers are real, and uh, the yeah, the king is not long for this earth. <laughs> he's he, he's a reptile person. Hell yeah! He'll fertilize all those eggs, ladies. Woo! Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's Prince Andrew that does that. Oh, oh, oh! Only and, if you're underage. Okay, yeah, let's move on. It's all in the family. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a limited gene pool. God damn it. <laughs> there's a lot of, lot, there's a lot of haired fingers. lips. There's a lot of haired, cli- haired lips and uh, cleft. Uh... <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Cleft palates and haired lips. That's what I'm trying you go. to say. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You had a you, you the preamble before we did this. You you, you said you had a story. What's the story? Little, I got a little story for you. So uh, we want to jump into this right away. I, I guess you guys got Why nothing not? better to talk about. It's a great way to start a podcast, a story, I mean, and then we can go a somewhere. While. It's been a while since we've sat here and conversed. You want to? You want me to blow my wad right away? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it wouldn't be any different than usual. <laughs> yes. So the last time that we were talking, um, I had told you guys about those G.I. Joe deals that I made. Yeah, it was, uh, was the, uh, the 25th anniversary classics uh, that we all kind of slept on because, you know, we were old, but not we were old, but too young to kind of we be nostalgic. Were, we were in the situation where drinking, partying and women were kind of more important than collecting plastic toys. That that's what happened. That was like our <laughs> early early twenties kind of thing, just under the radar, if you will. Exactly. It's it's either you buy you know a Cobra Commander or you buy a a, a double rum and diet coke. Um, Not so anyway, I had I had uh, contacted this person. I told you I've, I'm just going to do a quick recap. So of course I talked I talked to this guy. Uh, I got three of the the classic 25 anniversary you know, remakes of the, of the classic G.I. Joe figures. Uh, the three important ones to me, Storm Shadow, the Bats figure, and the Hooded Cobra Commander. Childhood favorites. Exactly. I had all three figures. And, uh, you know, those are the three probably most important figures in the, in the toy line for me as a child. Um, and I had mentioned that I would contact this guy again because he had a few others that, that kind of caught my eye. Um, and I just wanted to wait for another payday kind of thing. And I kind of wanted time to think about it. And he messaged me last week sometime and he just said, if, you know, if you're going to circle back, I'll offer you uh, free shipping. So he gave me quite a deal the first time around. And now he's offering me free shipping, which is probably a savings of about 20, 25 bucks. So, um, 
I took a look at his wares again last night, and if there was still certain figures left over, I was going to take another shot. And so I made another deal. So I've got uh, Firefly. Yeah, I've got Firefly. Um, I've got, again, these are all the 25th anniversary, like the little three and a quarter, you know, G.I. Joe figures that we collected as a kid with the with the retro packaging and all that crap. Um, so I got Firefly. I got the classic Cobra Commander with the mask, the silver shield on it. Uh, I grabbed the Cobra Commander with the, like the mech armor that came out kind of later in the line. You remember that guy? Yeah, the silver yeah. mask and, yep. and the blue shirt. Yeah. I'm seeing so I had the bad guys. I've, I, well, yeah, but a Cobra Commander, <laughs> right? So I had that figure. He as a the kid. Cobras. Exactly. He did until Serpenter showed snake. up. Um, but I, I had that one as a kid too, and that was one of my favorite figures. And uh, I also grabbed Destro, so I've got those there we four go. on the way. Yeah. Very very cool. I was definitely enamored with Destro as a as a kid as well. Uh, just yeah, just absurd silver or gold plated mask. That is uh, the ultimate bling. But good good job. So this guy is, is is reputable. They're on their way. You made you made an internet friend. I did, but he's got nothing else, so I pr that's probably it. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't need him until I get these figures, and then I'll probably never talk to him again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these are the – I think I'm done with this line. Um, I, I can't – like, I was trying to think of other figures that I'd even be remotely interested in. And I was looking at Snake Eyes, never had them as a kid, like the uh, – like the, kind of the g1 i guess version you know the like that came out in the first few waves um as a kid like gi joe i got into gi joe a little later because as i've said before i was balls deep into he-man and that's kind of where all my birthday money and christmas presents and everything that i asked for that's kind of where it went uh had kind of a handful of gi joes from the from the first few waves like i had this the original storm shadow was one of the oldest ones i had um interestingly enough i had scarlet i had the tank driver dude and i had like a couple of others but there was a lot of figures in those early waves like destro is a great example um you know snake eyes always wanted those figures but never never had them as a kid that was the thing too of like Growing up in the Maritimes, you know, one or two places where you could get them. And if there was a wave or like, oh, they came out. And then next year, completely different characters. And you have to wait a couple of years. And that's an eon for a young person. Uh, how did how did it work for you guys? Um, we all kind of got into different toy lines at different stages. You know, older cousins, yard sales. But then I also wonder, too, like, was it, what timing was the cartoons on? Like, did one cartoon kind of trail off and then the one took popularity and then now all of a sudden we get into the gi joes or transformers or visionaries what have you it's just i i haven't done it because i've thought of it now but the timeline the we've timeline kind of, of talked childhood. about this yeah we've yeah. kind of talked about this before like the like how that as we got older uh we kind of more matured and what toy lines were kind of big for you when you were a certain age so he-man was he-Man's more of a like a, a younger kids thing, like you're six, you're seven, He-Man's cool, it's it's the big thing on the on the playground and that. But as you get a little older, you know, the the cartoons get a little more mature. So like Transformers and G.I. Joe was I look at that as kind of a like your eight, your nine, your ten, 
kind of thing. And um, I don't know, like maybe you can correct me turbo, but that's kind of the trajectory that I went on. And that's like, as you got into grades like four and five, you started talking more about GI Joe and transformers than he man. Yeah, it was, it, that was kind of like the, the, I think that's any, anyone that was born in the eighties or nineties, that was the traditional arc that most people followed because they were the biggest toy lines. They were the most popular cartoon on television. I mean, there was those other cartoons that, you know, you heard about that you may watch like, you know, uh, Voltron or Thundercats or, you know, but some mask. Yeah. Like mask was a big one back in the 80s, like the early eighties. Everyone wanted those vehicles that transformed into other vehicles. Well, they were trans, they combined almost like transformers and, and uh, GI Joe was almost a combo of the two. Mm. Yeah. It was like a, 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 a hybrid of grabbing our reptilian brains and, and making us uh, want them. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like that, that basic, that's how I grew up watching and getting into the, those toys was watch the cartoon, get the toy. And then when the cartoon kind of fell off, it was the next toy. Like, that's the thing is that that's kind of how to, like toys were marketed. It was all about what medium they're, they're also offering with the toy, not just the toy itself. It was like, Oh, we have a toy. You have to have a, a TV show now. Like it wasn't before, like in the seventies, you know, it was just commercials and people bought toys. There was no real television shows of this stuff. So it was, it's kind of interesting how it changed, but I'm happy with it. Cause <laughs> I, I like watching this shit. Yeah, and that, that's like He Man came out, and I think '82 is when it debuted. And GI Joe and Transformers, I think, were more of a, like an '84ish kind of thing. I, I might be a little off there. Um, I think GI Joe came out like obviously GI Joe was out in the '60s or whatever it was when they had the the bigger figures, but the reboot uh, didn't become really big with the three and a quarter until probably '84ish. I think is when I remember. And same with Transformers. That was like a almost a mid '80s kind of thing when they really started coming into to prominence. You gotta get that. You gotta get that uh, that that cartoon movie. Seal the deal, or it's the the nail in the coffin. Uh, GI Joe '83, maybe Transformers '82. Yeah, that's that's what I'm seeing here on the old interwebs. On the old Bing. The, like the, the GI. They, the, well, the, yeah, that was when the toy line started. But like the GI Joe TV. Show was eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, okay. And then go. Transformers was uh, eighty four, eighty five to eighty seven. It was yeah. two years. Yeah, that makes sense, and that's kind of what drove. I think He Man kind of started that whole thing because, um, if like we've talked about this before, what kind of got He Man started was, you know, they wanted to sell the toys, and they had to they had to have a, a gimmick with the toys, and it was the comic books. Um, you know, we're going to offer a comic book with every figure, and that's kind of what uh, sold uh, toy manufacturers on actually picking this up. And then the cartoon. Oh, yeah, well, by the way, I think it was the story goes is that somebody blurted it. We've got a cartoon in the works, too, when they really didn't. Yeah, nope. just lying through their teeth. Yeah. Just just yelled it out and was like, yeah, we're going to make a cartoon. And they're like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? And he's I just like, yeah, yeah, cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make and a then cartoon. Once once that happened and they saw that, you know, He-Man just friggin' exploded out of the gates, like the, the cartoon was out almost as soon as the figure was, and they saw, and uh, of course, you know, then they started. But it's a tried and true formula, too, because if you remember Star Wars, I mean, the movie came out and then the toys went, like, completely insane. 
so it it made sense. So they just yeah. copied they just copied that formula, the other the other toy lines. Well, I mean, I think it was uh, what was it? Uh, Hasbro had the opportunity to get the Star Wars license. They passed on it. Kenner and jumped they, in there. Yeah, Kenner jumped in and grabbed them, grabbed it, and then Hasbro was like, "Fuck, Will, did we fucked up?" Everybody, like, every, everybody was playing catch up ever since. And yeah. the, the the other funny piece to that, sort of to cut you off, the other funny piece of that too is uh, Lucas when he was when he was making the movie, um, he made it. Um, important that he get a piece of the the toy pie, and they're all like, "Yeah, whatever, dude, take thirty percent or whatever it was." They just thought it was a joke. Yep, and, now, and then he made billions and billions of dollars. Yep. Yep. Well, all maybe that's also a maybe uh, a magical era when you know you have to go to the the theater to see a movie. So if you were a kid, a Star Wars head, you know you could maybe buy the novelization or some comic books. But if you wanted to keep the Star Wars train going, you gotta buy them dollies. You gotta go take them to the sandbox. You know you gotta feed uh, Chewbacca the Sarlacc and have the Sarlacc throw up. So. Whereas now, it's, I'm sure it's a lot harder for, for, for companies to have like, hey, here's a thing a kid can actually play with because they can watch 9,000 things at once. So, or they can get all the, all of the content of the brand they want every day. So, Yeah, it, like the thing about, the, thing about uh, the Transformers, like th that was my big toy, right? That was what I was into when I was a kid. Um, Transformers and, and I think it was... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and 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 like you know the the old uh, superpowers figures because I love I loved comic books so you know Superman Green Lantern Flash you know that type of stuff that's what I was into and then my cousin when I was start when I moved into uh, to another area and my cousins were closer they they got me into all this other stuff like Robotech and that's where I really got into comics is like you know they 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 were big comic book collectors they read like Power Pack and Wolverine and X Men and I, I always read DC. I never got into Marvel. That's that's how my taste for Marvel became what it was. But I still gravitate more towards DC because I discovered it myself. So yeah, that's why I'm balls deep into DC multiverse figures because of all this <laughs> madness that's going you know, on. And that hasn't been damaged yet. It's just holding on with like Batman. He's a good billionaire. It's fine. He's a good billionaire. He's a good, he, he's a good billionaire. He goes out and he's a vigilante and yeah, it's like solves like stealing your TV and he breaks your leg. <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> just what buy was... me a TV and then I just won't steal any. Problem solved. Yeah. Um... What I ever, what I always found weird, and I'm kind of speaking from the outside because I was never really into superheroes, but it feels like DC has the two most prominent superheroes like in pop culture with Superman and Batman. And that's it. Like they don't really, and I know you guys will know a lot more, but from an, as an outsider, I don't really, I couldn't name you another DC character off the top of my head. Uh, Marvel has more of a wider range, but I don't think like obviously Superman's or sorry, Spider-Man's big. Um, and a few others like the incredible Hulk Still and that. But they, they're still Stop kind of the they're still kind of below. Like Superman and Batman are kind of ingrained in culture. Like you could draw a bat symbol on something, and someone's gonna know no matter what. Exactly. 
No, for sure. Yeah, so, like, I mean, when you really think about it, Superman has been going on since the 60s. Like, they had that television show back in the 60s in black and white. Even and then there was the 1960s. Yeah, no, there was the 1940s Batman. I think there was a 1940s Superman as well, where he was just, like, considered, like, a strong man. I don't know. He was, like... He had uh, a good jer- jump. It's crazy just how long he's... Yeah, he, he, he's he's been around for a really long time, and... Like the iterations that are hap like the, the like when you see the uh, the change from each decade, how Superman changes, it's it's kind of interesting to see the change, like the progression of the character. Because like Superman's always been the Boy Scout, the good guy. He always tries to do the the right thing. He never compromises, even if it means that you know the bad guy may win in that fight just because of his scruples. And then people were, you know, then he met Batman and Batman skewed his like uh, view a little and be like, come on, man, just, you know, bend the rules a little. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to punch a guy a little harder. Just don't throw him into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you can hit him. Just don't make him a pile of mush. <laughs> like... And then they just flip the script when you used to play those injustice games too. So it's more oh, of the alternative reality. But uh, no, Al's got Al's got a great point. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like Turbo, who would you say is your favorite DC number one DC character or villain uh, that's not related to Batman or Superman? It's tough. Um, well, that's the thing. The only other villain I can think of that I was always into was Deathstroke because he was more of a Teen Titans villain. Like that's and they're like the younger version yeah, of they, these characters. Well, they were the sidekicks of all those uh, DC <laughs> characters. Like we had, like you have Wonder Wonder Girl, who was the sidekick of Wonder Woman. You had Speedy, who was the sidekick of Green Arrow, and then you had Robin, the, who was the, Batman. And oh yeah, yeah, it was, and it was Kid like, Flash. And then Kid Hawk Flash, Dude. exactly. <laughs> Kid Flash. There's no, there was no Hawk Boy. No, there wasn't. Which was, yeah, I'm shocked that didn't happen because you know, a, a, a toy with wings usually sells. I listen. I'm proof positive that there's so many fucking winged figures on my <laughs> shelf. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wings and capes. I don't know what it is. You're running. You're running out of real estate. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm running out of real estate to the point where I've actually started hanging things from the ceiling to make more rooms on the shelf. That's good. Check the structural integrity. Uh, oh yeah, I've been, I've, I'm trying like trying to fucking hang shit from the ceiling is not fun. Um, yeah. I figured out a couple couple things like that. Joker dragon is the stuff of nightmares. Not a fan. Not gonna lie. Uh, pretty sure if I'm gonna come up here elevated one night and I'm gonna forget about it and I'm gonna look up and <laughs> scare myself or some shit because you know as hey. one does when you get a little elevated you may you may get a little paranoid every now and then <laughs> you can also get a little too elevated too that's the thing yeah sometimes when you over surf yeah when you over serve yourself it's uh it's makes for an interesting evening uh who would you end up saying that you're that your favorites characters that are not superman or batman we're not good we're gonna you're not you're on the hook son you're okay so i you're mean like well let's 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 think about it so like trying to trying to talk about characters that aren't related to superman and batman are pretty hard but and like to, and to what Al was saying, it's always like, hey, it's it's Superman's number one friend, or here's Jimmy Olsen, Superman's best buddy, buddy. So you're you're right, Al. It's all kind of like this is the thing that's making all the money. Let's introduce someone who's cool new friend of Batman or Superman, and then we'll give them a comic, and then it goes from there. But like a completely original character. Oof. Yeah, like uh, I mean, if you really want to get original, like uh, the Demon Etrigan, that was never really. 
a part of Batman um, until the until the animation, and then they they tied him in with that with uh, Justice League Dark, that sort of that sort of shit, the the, uh, the supernatural offshoot of the the regular Justice League, which was kind of weird. Um, that one's fun. He was created by Jack Kirby, uh, so a Marvel guy, so Marvel yeah. vibes. And then you know, uh, I mean, if you really want to get real obscure, I mean, you could go into like what's that other justice justice league international where it was like metamorpho and you know and then there's there was always the outs there was a group in dc called the outsiders which was like g-force katana metamorpho and and oh well that's a lie because they were trained by batman never mind <laughs> it's tough it's tough in dc because everything is kind of like a microcosm of the Justice League America, and then everything kind of revolves around that. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Green. Those are the hubs, and then you have the uh, you know your third your your second string characters like Black Canary, you know uh, Captain Adam, uh, all these little offshoots, you know. And then same thing with like the the big bad characters, Penguin, Riddler, Scarecrow, Bane, you know. Then you get your B sides, which are you know uh, Clayface, uh, Man uh, Man Bat. Man bat is a guy who's half man, half bat. Yeah, imagine. He fights Batman. <laughs> yeah. That comic book was so hard to read sometimes because it was Batman fights man bat and like in the in like the dialogue, man bat versus Batman. And the when they sometimes you read it backwards and you're like, what the fuck? It's fun <laughs> when I, you look who, back who at I being reading? an adult that you might have kind of like a reading <laughs> reading difficulty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure I am. I've had a few concussions, so we're we're in. Um, what even like, yeah, as, as someone who, you know, obviously we all grew up with wrestling and toys and cartoons, like Al, could you guess like just off the top of your head, a DC character, this would be fun. This would be a fun want to play a game. No, I, I honestly like outside of the Batman and that's what I'm saying. Like outside of the Batman and Superman universes. Um, no, I couldn't tell you who's DC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always great when someone's uh, significant other asks, "Oh, we're gonna go see the the new Batman movie with Deadpool," and then you just see the, the like the, the pain on that guy's face <laughs> when the significant other has no idea what uh, company any of these superheroes are for. It's like, yeah, it's because they uh, probably touch some grass a lot more than you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was outdoors. I, they're outdoorsy. In other words, they didn't spend as much time. Or they books or pictures. Yeah, or video games. <laughs> It's tough, but no, that, that's uh, congratulations on some GI Joes. So yeah, you're good. You're done. You're out of the game. I'd like to think so. Like I, I can't, as I say, like I, he still has a ton of different um, like figures in that available. But, uh, and I, I took a good look at them like while I was doing this deal, cause I knew he was going to give me a good deal um, and free shipping. I want to take full advantage <clears throat> and there's just, I don't really see anything else. And then I kind of thought to myself, like, is there anybody else in the toy line? And, you know, just Serpentor would be the only one, but I don't know if they even made, I've, I haven't seen a 25th anniversary version of that figure. Um, and the twins would be another possibility, but again, like haven't seen them in that. You got to get snow job. You got to get snow job. What are you little wankers doing in my look? <laughs> exactly. They made a Roddy Piper, which is pretty cool, but that was a convention exclusive. But no, it's fun. It's 
so much DI Joe stuff. So, and it, you're you're on track for all of your favorites at, from childhood. So, the circle is complete. yeah. As I, like as I've said many times, to to try to help uh, Turbo out is you know cast a, a a more narrow net. Don't just throw dynamite in the ocean and uh, grab everything. Exactly. That's it. It's tough though. Buy stuff makes it feel good. <laughs> Would you maybe you could do a bunch of just regular Cobra Troopers? There you go. See, I never, I never had that as a kid. Yeah, now's your chance to get back at your family for not getting them for you. <laughs> no, the the troopers don't really like. As I said, like I got it in the uh, in the classified version because it's a really cool figure and it comes with a lot of cool accessories, and it looks iconic. Like it's an iconic looking figure, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like while I'm collecting this, uh, the, you know, the three and a quarters to try to get a little chunk of my childhood back yeah um, it doesn't it just doesn't resonate for me so meh no no fair enough uh i definitely recommend probably turbo can recommend as well when we grew up with gi joe there's a little bio cards in the back you should definitely read the marvel comics bio cards that they do uh because they are hilarious so you don't have to buy anything you don't have to buy a collection but uh it's definitely worth uh binging you, sh- you should uh post that uh Link on on the uh, on the old uh, 2BD uh, Instagram. Yes, done. But it just it just exemplifies writers stuck. I mean, not saying stuck, but writers like okay, I have to write bios for toy characters. I have no idea about what's this guy. Oh, he's a flamethrower guy. Well, how do I make this interesting? So, <laughs> boy, does it really get interesting. Job. Yeah, the writers did a really good job as far as for adding like little jokes and just just weird stuff. So. I mean, there's an interesting story about that uh, with the He-Man Classics line, because if you remember, a lot of those characters didn't really have an origin story back in the day. Um, Some of them did with the the little mini comics, but a lot of them didn't. Like, for example, like Dragstore or Whiplash or these guys, like they didn't have a backstory if you're outside of like the main five or six characters. And when the Classics line came out, they had to... You know, not only did they have to kind of make stuff up, but it had to make sense. They had to retcon it. Um, they had a lot going I, against them. Yeah, I just I just found that very interesting. The the guy that claims he was with them, and I always take shit from the internet with a grain of salt. Uh, Spectre Creative, I've mentioned him before. He claims to have kind of been a part of that process, and you know, he the stories he tells about it are interesting. No, it's quite it, it possible. Would have been, it would have been fun to. I, I I tend to believe him just because of the amount of uh, followers he has, and you know the the knowledge that he has, and no one's come out and said this guy's full of shit. So I I mean I I would tend to believe his story, um, but the stories he tells, I, I find them very interesting. No, for sure. Just from the little bit I know, like having a, I had a cup of coffee for a toy company. Sometimes the brand managers they really kind of can slip under the radar. As, as far as for stuff that they can sneak in there. So like the company like itself, the giant company doesn't care. They just want this thing, the, the factories to produce them and you know these things to get into grown men's, <laughs> adults' hands. But um, no, for sure. Actually, speaking of a character who never had a story, I don't mean to change things up, but I did get something in the mail. So when we can move oh, on to yes. pickups, when we, when we move on to pick up, pick, pick ups and put downs, highlighting yeah, our okay. weakness or yeah, our temptations. Course. I already uh, spilled my guts. Go for it. 
<laughs> I got choke on them. Um, no, I've been I've been pretty good. I, mainly avoiding. It's the little things that add up. You know, you just go gonna get some some black beans, and you see you know something on sale. I have a, I don't have the accessibility issues that you guys do, unfortunately. So you guys are really in the trenches. But uh, I'm trying to be good. We've got a couple trips coming up later in the summer, and uh, I took a page out of Turbo's, uh, just updating my my uh, my display so the del top is emptied out it's gonna get rearranged i gotta go pick up some frames for some more prints but frogmonger arrived i mentioned that last time and he is glorious i uh, i i want to open up all of them he's basically a weird frog creature that was uh, imprisoned at the the dungeon of castle grayskull uh, i was trying to be good not buying anything but uh the way the world works now is you've got to buy something and it gets shipped to you a year later. So this week, uh, we are pro-gluten. Wondar arrived. And uh, oh, Al, nice. you've talked about him in the past. Uh, what is a Wondar? So this legend goes that, um, well, I'm trying to think here. The, the legend goes of the true story is that... Uh, Back in the day, if you collected proofs of purchases from Wonder Bread, you could send them in and they will send you a He-Man figure. And they just kind of said a He-Man figure. They didn't really, um, you know, they weren't specific. And the story goes is that at first they sent them the, you know, what they had left in stock of actual He-Man figures. The He-Man figure that we all know and love with the blonde hair and the, uh, you know, the Iron Cross and all that crap. Um, but as they ran out, they then went to, uh, these, this other version of He-Man that they had a bunch of laying around. And I guess it was like a, an earlier concept of He-Man that they didn't fully go with, but they had produced a bunch of these figures and it was the, the Wonder version. So he has brown hair. Um, he has the breastplate that's from, uh zodiac i believe or zodak sorry um and he came with like a weird little pistol gun so those are the ones that they apparently sent out but the the real story goes is that it wasn't actually from wonder bread it wasn't a promotion at all i have no idea where that rumor came from that nasty rumor but it was uh you had to buy three he-man figures and send the proof of purchase in and they would send you it the rest is true um they ran out of stock of the of the traditional he-man that we know and they started sending out these prototype figures that they had a a glut of and uh interestingly enough uh i saw this on on one of the specter creative uh, uh youtube videos that i was watching uh, a mother actually wrote in and was mad because their son had her son had received this figure and basically like this isn't a he this isn't he man like this isn't a he man figure like what are you doing sending this and the they wrote back and they had explained that they ran out of the stock and that they had this and that's why we know the real story um so he was like he specter creative part of his job <clears throat> was also to kind of chronicle the history of he man and uh he was he had photocopies of this note that he took apparently um and yeah so that's that's wonder that's the story of wonder wonderful did we lose him no we got that red so. on no it's on mute i was <laughs> i was enjoying some very so did strong you, iced coffee 
Did you uh, did you order him too? That's that's kind of a sneaky pickup. That was a sneaky pickup. He this is the weird thing is of being an adult chasing your childhood. These guys, these boys, my boys, they're uh, usually online exclusives. So like a sneaker drop, like some maniac, you've got to be on your phone or on a, on your laptop as well, trying yeah. to be in queue and all dialed up. Um, I missed out on the original ones that they they the original. I hate to say toy drop and i was totally like that's fine i like i never had a wonder or a classics or whatever just some guy but um they opened it up again they're like we're going to do one last batch of make to order so it just kind of worked out so i got so I was like uh we'll see I'll, I'll try logging in we'll see if it works out i had no expectations but mind you like this was a year ago <laughs> And uh, made to order, so I ordered one for myself and for a homie. So homies nice. help at homies. So he has apparently a grab box, a grab bag, a box, or a bag of of things that I don't even remember what he's picked up for me over the past six months to a year. So his lovely, his poor wife will probably drop that off at my place at some point. He's in a in a different city, so uh, I will be trading one dar with something he picked up if I can even remember what it is. But. <laughs> So I've got to ask, you got the frogmonger. Did you put it I with your... I bought three of the frogmongers. Yeah, you were, you were keeping <laughs> They're like, one. you have a limit of three. I'm like, yeah, give me all of it. I will go to the limit. Take it to the I limit. Will, just... I should have pulled up my uh, burner email. and like, give me another three. But uh, I was not quick <laughs> enough. Take it to the limit, is as, as Don Henley said. Exactly. Um, so you, you, you were saying that your plan was to keep one in package, open one up, and keep one for a, a like a, maybe flip it or something. Uh, keep one, op but open it up, but then maybe trade the other two in case some hot new nonsense drops down the line, uh, in case it's something really, really good. But of course not. Now I want to open them all and just have them like vibing, you know. Oh, no, keep one. you got to keep at least one package. So the question that That's I bad. had for you, yeah. you've, got the, you've got the Secrets of Grayskull pack as well. See, this is also the mental uh, illness of uh, they uh, they know. So what they did was the Castle Grayskull was a toy line from the 80s, and they just made a kind of like a playset add-on that never existed in the before times, like in the in Rockin' in 1985, just based on a sticker. So so now I'm worried. I Do I have to get the um, Point Dread? I don't yes. know. But yes, okay. you do. You've right, got see? the... You've got the frog monger, monger. You've got the spacesuit guy, the the cage, and the ghost of, of Castle Grayskull. I found yeah. I found pathetic saying this, but yes, folks, this is a package that had a spacesuit, a ghost that you could attach to your castle, <laughs> uh, and uh, like a little jail cell for creepy crawlies. You also have Castle Grayskull because I remember the story that you were carrying it down the street, down Young Street one day or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just went to a random Walmart and they were liquidating them. So, you know, I never would have bought it. Again, that's the thing. Like, it's just the dumb stuff I, you stumble into. You go into a Walmart that, that no one really goes to and everything's marked down absurdly. So I was like, uh, so, but yeah, so walking it, taking it a few kilometers, I got a couple honks from some man children. So it's nice. They're positive, so, but yeah, it, that thing is that thing is. It was a good workout. You got to set that all up, son. You got to set I up do. The, the the Castle Grayskull with the secrets inside. I know everyone likes secrets. I, I like secrets too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's tough. So these these and, and I'm sure it's the same for for everybody. Like these 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 recreations of the toys we had as a kid. Great price price point, fourteen dollars. You know, I think they're a bit more expensive now. 
But, uh, you know, 14 bucks, that's not too bad. Some nostalgia. And they're just dumb, dopey guys. They're on the bookshelf right now. I'll give them a thumbs up as I stare across the way. Uh, so super tempting. If they were super high-end premium collectibles, probably not. But just that, that sweet middle ground of not feeling too irresponsible. So even even the online guys aren't too bad. They work out to be maybe like 19 bucks. That's not each. too bad. And then you get shipping. And so you just buy the max quantity and then hook up your homies. So jog so. my memory, the Frogmonger, wasn't that a, a threshold for the Eternia playset? Um, I that is a good no. You know what? I think they did. Yeah, that's a whole giant castle thing that they did as well. I, I think you're testing testing waters, but I think there's a weird a moat monster. So they're just they're going right. deep. They, yeah, <laughs> what is the moat up. monster? There's, no, no, it's quite all right. It's, it's the, the lens they're going for this fan service and obscure stuff. It's it's kind of charming, but they're definitely going to mine that till the end of time. So. I, I didn't really. I'm happy with the the Castle Grayskull. You know, I lucked out with a good deal, and uh, you know that was I was lucky enough to to get one at some point when I was a kid. So I don't need to chase down all the the bells and whistles. But if I go to a Walmart, you know, looking for beats, and there's one for twenty bucks, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm twenty dollars. Yeah. So, so things were good. I uh, I resisted so much, so much temptation. One day I arrived. I feel like okay, that's good. Um, resisted free comic book day, folks. If you're listening to this live, stop. Get in your car, or more importantly, take public transportation. Go to your comic book shop. You're going to get free comics. You're going to get most likely tax free deals. So I figured uh, I'm not going to buy anything this weekend, geeky wise. Just. Just some treats. We were celebrating some Cinco de Mayo with some tasty food last night, and uh, off to get groceries. And dreaded church flea market. Um, always go to a church flea market because you never know what kind of dusty junk you'll find. So did I spend money today? Yes, I did. Turbo, did what you, did I did get? You, did you find a nice piece that you could probably flip for something better? Yes, you I, did. Yes, I did. You I found actually... a Robotech hoverboard. What is Robotech? It was the uh, 80s anime action cartoon from your childhood. And it I was. found What is a bioroid? Is that like a, a Liver King steroid? <laughs> You'd think it would be, but it's just a, a, another word for cyborg, really. Oh, okay. That's yeah, cool. It's not it's it's just a, you know, a biodroid which has biological parts and part robot. So that's really all it is, but it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> the figure's not friend like doesn't look nice it's kind of yeah. creepy kind of creepy so yeah so all the way from 1985 Irwin matchbox robotech bioroid hovercraft so inbox i don't know yeah, the guy just said like yeah just clearing out my clearing out some of my junk spring cleaning so yeah i never had any robotech as a kid so so what'd you get it for like five bucks ten bucks so it was a church thing too. So I was like, I am not a good at wheeling and dealing. Half the time when I go to conventions, I'll ask, how much is that? And they'll say something like, oh, it's fair. And I'll just walk away. I'm like, yeah, it's fair. That's fair price. I ain't paying it, but that's cool. And sometimes they'll be like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, most of the time, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I don't need any of this stuff, but 10 bucks, <laughs> I feel I'm going to try and scam, you know, something to buy. So the, ch the church could buy milk. So yeah, you know what? I'll pay the $10. <laughs> Um, yeah, high performance ball bearings for hover glide effect. Yeah, it's little... pretty. I don't. They're probably rusted by now. Like, have you opened this? 
Was no, it no, it's box? never been opened. It's never been opened. Oh, Jesus. It's from 1985. Wow. Yeah. So this is in some guy's, some old guy's closet. He had a bunch of stuff, too, like as far as for toys. He had toys, or I should say electronics from before our era. You know, those uh, electronic hockey, football, like missile command style ones. It's not even a screen. It's just red lights <laughs> in a pattern. He had a bunch of those. So those are like from the 70s. Wow. But uh, yeah, so always check out your Dusty Flea Markets. Um, I was bad. So 10 bucks on Robotech. He doesn't come with a little dolly. So now I need to get a Bioroid, apparently. Good and, luck. Uh, Good <laughs> I know, I'm screwed. I, I, I done goofed. I done goofed, boys. I picked up a DS Lite from the same gentleman. Oh, nice. For... Are you going to mod it? I don't know. I could. It's 10 bucks. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could play some Brain Age, get a little bit smarter. That might not be too bad. I'm play, I am play Brain Age on the Switch right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize how how bad your reflexes are until you have to do like timed events where it's like, put all these numbered balloons and press them in reverse order. So, you know, and then they put like 15, 11, 37, 9, and you, it's all over the screen. You're like, fuck, where do I start? I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. So well, no, I, I was just thinking of conversation you guys have had of like some of the older Final Fantasy games, some of the uh, older Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest. So I never had uh, a game, a DS ever. So I figured, I don't know, you're better. You've been in the, I've been out of the game scene for a bit there. 10 bucks is okay for a DS Lite. A DS Lite, yeah. Yeah, 10 okay. bucks. Does, does it work? Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came with a game too, but yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, the, the spring is a little loose, but that's okay. So yeah, you cracked that open pretty easily, though. Yeah, that's yeah. the cool thing about DS lights is there's not they're not too intricate if you want to mod it. I mean, in all honesty, you can mod it with a flash card, so it's not too bad. But I was oh, yeah. thinking, like, did you want to replace the case or do a new screen in it, that sort of thing? Oh no, everything like, fully pimp it out. No, everything is absolutely fine. I would just put some, you know, some games that you know were let's say continuations from our childhood like the dragon quest games you know some of the final fantasies some of the zelda games that you know we grew up on that have you know future you know versions and i just throw them on there you know for a train ride or next time i'm on a plane not i i could use apps on my phone to run, run emulators but i'm trying to keep not too much stuff on my phone it was weird turning it on and the 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 default time was uh march 29th 2000 i was like oh when was the last time <laughs> This guy was turned on. Well, that's funny too. Like your CMOS battery is still good, so that's that's a that's a plus. That means it's going to hold its time and date for a little bit, anyway. Nice. So yeah, so super dumb stuff. And I also picked up a polo shirt from Venice Park Estates. Oh no, Vintations. What is that? It's an, a, an old folks retirement home in Florida. I apparently bought a shirt for. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> Two dollars, two dollars green polo. Sure, does it smell weird? It smells like it's yes. from an old folks' home in Florida, <laughs> Sarasota. Um, it's a good question because I don't really have too much of my clothes at the significant others. Back when you guys, before you got married, what was your ratio for the amount of clothes you kept at your place and your others, your significant others? Like, did you keep like a couple oh. of outfits, or what was your guys' game plan? I didn't uh, just I didn't underwear, do anything like that. It was just basically when I would. When I was dating someone, I'd just go over to the house, hang out for the night, wear the same clothes, do the walk of shame, and go back to my house and change. <laughs> I never cool. did. I never did like the whole keep things at somebody else's house until I was actually living with someone. I think that's more a girl thing than a guy thing. Um, 
I like my wife. That's sexist. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Creature. I don't think it is at all because it's not a negative thing. It's just no. it's it's a behavioral thing. It's not. There's nothing negative or positive about it. Um. So just just calm yourself, there, son. Um, my, my wife lived with her parents, so I, I wasn't going to leave any, any clothes or toothbrushes behind. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he brushes his teeth. I think if I, the, the in-laws would be concerned if, you know, my, uh, my partner wasn't brushing their teeth in general. <laughs> you know, butter teeth, yeah. It doesn't mean you, have, you don't brush your teeth, but, um. There's no toothbrush there. I mean, I'm trying to remember, like, uh, when we lived, uh, you know, you and I lived together, uh, myself and the uh, the Turbo uh, Chronic video game cheater, we lived together for a while, and I don't remember anyone ever leaving stuff at any of our places either. I wasn't, that, did, I wasn't that involved with anyone at that point. We had some weird drop-ins from time to time, but it was nothing. Yeah, we will we'll not talk about that. <laughs> oh, I'm even, I'm even... I'm even talking about well. Sure. I mean, we, we had some we had some weird characters show up too. Like um, that's the benefit of people living on their own for the first time. Also, uh, a sofa's too heavy to carry down the stairs. Throw it off the balcony. I mean, we had we had one dude that kind of like, more or less lived with us there for a while. Uh, we're not going to name any names, but uh, yeah, he would he would just kind of use our place as a a $10 a minute hotel room. <laughs> um, Turbo knows who I'm talking about, obviously. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, communal living, yeah, so it's good. Yeah, and then when we lived together, there was people staying it over was always in consecutive of, nights. It was, yeah, they said the key of when you know people all in the same building, it can be a, a, lots of activity. Also, strangely enough, also kind of an old folks building as well. So the word hybrid of people here, one one demographic is three times older than the other. So, well, you got in trouble for playing music at three p.m. in the afternoon, yeah. didn't you? Or you, yeah, the TV yeah. was up too loud or something? Both, two things, not good. Uh, as opposed to later on in your later twenties, when you can just put holes in every wall uh, because you can't handle your feelings and then just blast music all the time and come back like from the bars. So it's a weird <laughs> dynamic of apartment buildings who care and apartment buildings who do not give a frig. I did not punch those holes in the wall. I threw somebody through it. Sure. Well, I mean, there, there always be just holes in general, obviously, and also to your cousin's place, just random holes. So I'm like, that was that because people were getting, that's because people were getting suplexed. Okay, and their feet would go through the wall. Well adjusted. That's why you put sandals on, everybody. Don't wear your shoes indoors. That's a lesson. Uh, I, I figure a couple outfits are, are good, you know, in case meeting up with other people after, you know, it's uh, just the uh, the walk of shame. But you know, I'm a highly evolved creature. Well, how how long have you and your significant other been together, though? That's a good question. Not long enough. <laughs> it's a little it's a little different in your situation too because you like you're kind of i don't know how what the distance is between you is though you mean like, like i'm 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 no no, no. I'm, I'm assuming it's not like a i'm assuming like it's not a, a five a five to ten minute walk or or drive or whatever 
No, no. Like, it's uh yeah, same city, but it's a big city, also known as the Six, everybody. So, I'm yeah. assuming there's a few a few exchange like a few uh you know subway exchanges. There's some clicks and, in there, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's some parsecs. There's many parsecs if you're a Star Wars Star Wars head. And May the fourth I wish the May fourth was with you all. Um and you find folks, it's, it's a bit of a journey, so you're right. But we've got lots of options here, so it's not too too bad. Did you find folks do anything Star Warsy for being inundated by the algorithms of Star Wars? There's lots of new Star Wars dollies, lots of new Star Wars content. Yeah, See? I've never gotten into them, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. You were never a big Star Wars guy, though. You're kind of like to Star Wars what I am to, to superheroes. You, you, you know about it. You've seen it, but you're not balls deep into it. I mean, it didn't get you early enough. There's something in there. I just yeah, I like I don't have that nostalgia for it, so I'm just like, eh, you know, it's cool. Ooh, it's Stormtrooper. Like the thing about the thing about the Star Wars stories for me is, is like just what when I'm watching them come out, it's like, how many Stormtroopers are there? Because there's a fuck ton of them, <laughs> yes. and you guys they keep just using this. They just keep using the same fucking mold and just coloring them different. It, it's getting kind of like annoying that when you like i don't even collect them but i'm annoyed when i see the new stormtrooper i'm like it's the same thing just black it's the same well, thing but blue but so silver. Silver. Here, it's here's the thing though here's the crazy thing is that okay stormtroopers you can make little you know little subtle differences or whatever and there there's so many different stormtroopers type thing but it's like when they take a character like boba fett it's like his uniform has never changed throughout the years. He doesn't leave Why? clothes out of girlfriends or boyfriends. How is there twenty different iterations of Boba Fett? Like this one has a has the uh, you know the Wookiee uh, souvenir. You know I can't remember what he used to keep the locks of hair from Wookies that he killed or something stupid. That's rude. Like it's all these these all these little intricacies on him, and it's like we didn't have this on him before, or you know his his eyes the the eyes on his mask are a different style this time. It's like no guys, just just stop. You have that yeah, but, to pay with Batman and stuff, so it's tough. Well, exactly. Like that's the big fucking thing I'm in right now with. Uh, <laughs> so angry. DC multiverse, man. It's just, oh, I'm just like, yeah, I get it. There's Batman, lots of Batman, and like, and my madness, my sickness is, is oh, well, that's a different Batman. Like, I'm at the point now where I'm looking at the stupid seven-inch page puncher toys that are being released, and it's a Batman that happened apparently sixty-five thousand million years in the multiverse. It's not even a multiverse figure. It's it's a DC uh, page puncher, but like. They went back and they they're using this comic book called I think it was like uh, Born from Ice or something like that. I can't even remember what it's called. Ice Age Batman, but baby. like there's a well, it's not even Ice Age Batman. It's Conan Batman. It's Batman as like a, a barbarian back in the day, and he was part of the bar, the the clan, the barbarian clan of the Bat. So they have to wear the Bat symbol. It's cherry. Like this Batman figure has a fucking rock that looks like a, a bat that's been curved and it's hanging from a rope around his neck. Like it's so, so just so out there. And I'm just like, yeah, I kind of need that. Like my, <laughs> don't know why my brain works that way, but like, I'm not even looking at the, the, the Batman's cool. It's the Mr. Freeze because it looks like a big daddy from Bioshock. And I'm like, old timey, uh, yeah, the big, CD guy, had the, yeah, the, the big, uh, the deep sea, you know, the big steel contraption. Yeah. And it's like, 
I don't need that. I don't need it. But it's so damn cool, and it reminds me of a video game I played. And it's Batman, and it's a it's Mr. Freeze. I'm like, I'm going to fucking buy that damn thing. I know I am. It's going to be in my cart probably once it goes pre-order. I already missed the first one. I'm waiting. Hopefully, I got an. I have an email alert waiting for it. I'm just like, oh, I'm dummy. I'm such. That's a what happens now as adults. Yep. Yeah, like I'm sitting here right now. You guys are when you guys were chatting. I had my big bad toy store shopping cart open. I'm like, uh, do I put now? What am I going to put in there and put it into my pile of loot? That's going to probably happen in the next thirty days or something. Yeah. Uh, just it's so strange how how my brain works now. What do you think? And it's is not because of, and it's let's not get, because let's get of some the diagnosis. Weed, I swear to let's God. get a, di- a diagnosis from Doctor Algorithm. We we'll get a diagnosis from the doctor. What do you think's wrong with him? What do you think is doing it? I think it's the same thing as the rest of us. I mean, I or just for these are things that are, he doesn't necessarily. He just he's 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 wanting things that he doesn't have a childhood association with. So he never read the the, the caveman Batman comics. No, nope. no, but he's he's into he's into uh, Batman, and I I get it. Like. He likes to go on how he's not a completionist, and I understand because he's not collecting the entire line of anything, but there is kind of a bit of a completionist in him because it's it's another Batman, and he's probably got about ten Batman as it is, and he's that's I not gotta, true. I gotta that's have this one. eight. It's thirteen. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, and, but I get that. I understand that. I mean, I have like I just ordered two more versions of Cobra Commander, and I already have one. I mean, and the same thing with the wrestlers. Like I've I've gone on about that before too. I've uh, you know the wrestling figures that I've got from the classic Legends line. I've got six different figures, and they're duplicates of three guys. That's your that's so, your team. Those are your guys. Exactly. So you know, what are you gonna do? I, I can't say anything. I have one, two, three fiends in my, on, on my shelf. Two Ooh. Bray Wyatts, three fiends, an Undertaker. <laughs> like it's just, oh, my lizard brain. Sorry, I've got eight wrestlers and they're, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, yeah, eight wrestlers and there's four unique ones. So I've got doubles of every One guy I don't even really like and I've got two of them. <laughs> okay, you just burdened with it. Like Kevin Nash. It's just because he came with the sets. I, I don't. Oh, well, he always comes. <laughs> I don't mind him, but it's like I'm. You know, I I didn't plan on starting a Kevin Nash collection. <laughs> biggest Kevin Nash. Biggest, biggest, big sexy, biggest sexiest fan ever. You're the huge. You're the. the oh, it's huge. Kevin Nash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My mental gymnastics was uh, back when we were kids playing Fire Pro Six Man Scramble, a Sega Saturn import game, where you'd have to run for the in order to unlock everything. You'd have to beat everybody, and I'm and I'm talking about beat them. You gotta beat everybody in the game to unlock more characters. And there was a tag team tournament with every federation. So. Uh, the, the stunning team of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Nash went, went on a wild run, mainly because Kevin Nash only had maybe two or three moves, so I couldn't mess it up too bad. And, we used to uh, team up. I remember that. We used to use Austin. I remember you made Austin like five foot two, and you didn't know the difference <laughs> at first. We were dealing with a, a game that's mostly in Japanese, so I got the whole small, medium, large messed up. So it made Why sense to Kevin Nash. Getting- why is Austin getting dominated? Doesn't, Short oh, King, I've, Stephen Austin. I've got him at five foot two, 180 pounds. That's why. <laughs> it's why. 
<laughs> yep, just like a noodle getting dumped everywhere. But we stand for kings, so as long as they kingly behavior, so it all it all worked out. So, but uh, fighting off nostalgia for sure. I think we'll be good for the rest of the week. I hope. Just gonna acquire some DS ROMs. I think. I think. I think. I think. But yeah, any what else has been tempting you boys? Uh, obviously, weird Batman stuff. I'm sure Transformer stuff for for Turbo. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> you, deep I, breath. You sound like you're sweating. Deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, let me hold on a second. Have a drink. Have a drink. Okay, so I've been going down the rabbit hole of G.I. Joe versus Transformers. So remember, I had my fever dream where I thought yeah, there was, was an cartoon. actual animated cartoon. Yeah, the special that, against uh, you know, drugs. Old Snake. Yeah, or Old whatever. Snake. There was a crossover. Yeah. Yeah, but just at the end. But I'm t- I, th- I remember like vividly Duke on fucking Optimus's <laughs> shoulder. It was a fever dream of some sort. Duke's on his shoulder? Stupid... Like a little guy? Yeah, like he was a little tiny guy. Like, like it's, Optimus Prime is a giant robot, and sure. he's the size, you know, Duke was probably the size of Wheelie and, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I had this fever dream of that, and then I'm like, okay, but I know there's comic books of, of you know, G.I. Joe Transformer crossovers. So I've delved into the rabbit hole of, you know, going back and reading some of these comics. So I, I downloaded some the, the 85 and the 87 series, which is the older series. Um, but I found, a, I found a series, I think, that started back in, I think it was like 2020, 2019. I didn't really get too much into when it was released, but it's a more modern take. But it's kind of interesting, like the story, because it's, a, it's literally just a five-issue shot beginning to end of Transformers meeting the G.I. Joes and how this happened. And it takes place in like a World War II era, like in the 19, you know. Well, this is going to be fun. Yeah, you know, when was World War II? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get you know, Turbo 19, to say when World War II was. You know, the 1914, 1915 era. I, oh, you know what I mean? Uh, you mean, okay, that's World War II? You know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, I, I, hey man, I got brains as well. It's 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 way back in the day when it was sure. and and all the uh, there were dinosaurs. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing: there's no there's Dinobots in that, but they're not Dinobots in, in this series. They're completely revamped because you know it didn't it did, doesn't take place in the timeline. Is this that we're familiar there a with. timeline where dinosaurs weren't real and the Earth is two thousand years old? Well, it's more of a. It's t- it takes place in the in the uh, the World War Two era, okay. and essentially what happens is is these guys were actually decommissioned. They were they were dead. The tr- the the Autobots uh, never came came to pass. Like they when they crashed on the Earth, they were completely uh, asleep and decommissioned. Like they they oh, didn't wake cool. up. Only the Decepticons did. And when the Decepticons oh, did, um, what happened was is they they were they were revived but they didn't have the uh the matrix of leadership cobra commander found it when these guys crashed that's the story uh essentially so cobra commander has possession of the matrix of uh creation is what it is so it technically has a uh, control over the the autobots and the decepticons if this if this matrix gets damaged in any way it hurts all the robots that are, are alive so like He's telling Megatron to do something. Megatron says no. He squeezes a little bit, and it, it makes Megatron uh, basically it squeezes compliant. His balls. Yeah, he's squeezing his uh, the short and curlies essentially. Um, so that's the cubes? so that's the sto- that's the storyline. Um, 
so Cobra Commander is actually, you know, it's kind of like it's it's a fictional world. It's not France, but it's like kind of like in the in that uh, you know uh, geographical state. Sure. Um, so essentially, it's Cobra Commander is balls deep into this this country. He has these giant walls. It's a and he basically controls it all. And the United States and the Allied forces are trying to figure out how to infiltrate and take care of Cobra, get rid of them. They want them off the they want to wipe them off the planet. And what happens is is that's when you get intra- introduced to GI Joe. These are the elite forces, and you you know, and it's completely different. You know, like Stalker's this whiny little bitch that doesn't want to do anything. He's scared. Uh, Roadblock is you know he doesn't speak in rhyme. He's just a grizzled old veteran who's sure. just pissed He's off. Not a terrible at the world. stereotype. Yeah, he doesn't. Right? He does. He doesn't want to give out any body massages. No. No. Um, and you know. Th- it's just, you know, everything is, you know, darker, grittier. Snake Eyes um, is, like, still a ninja, but he's, like, a ninja back in that time. So it's, like, all it is is ninja swords and, and, and like, a little, you know, P.P. Walter 30 or whatever, right? He's more like a James Bond guy. Yeah, sort of. But he still wears that, the, still has the cool, iconic mask, everything. But it just, he's, it's a different look. Scarlet is like a badass uh double uh double spy cover girl the same thing lady j the same thing um and they're trying to infiltrate infiltrate and they have this plan and you meet general hawk and duke and flint but they're all they're not brothers or anything like that they they got rid of that story what's gun ho Um, doing gun ho's not even in there he didn't even make the the cut he didn't make the cut um so that's not right uh, well, you know, it's gone. No, no snow job. He's tr- no snow job. There, it was. It was uh, during the summertime, so they didn't need him. Uh, <laughs> what about, what about shipwreck? Is shipwreck there? No, shipwreck's not there. It's just kind of the. It's just kind of the 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 introduction to to the GI Joes. So you're not you Tunnel don't need rats. all the characters. Nope, gone. <laughs> it's not Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> You can keep yelling out names. They're not there. Um, and as you mentioned, too, like this is a, a, a mini series, So it was a self-contained story. Like so they weren't going to necessarily milk it for a no. million years. So like, OK, this is going to be our, you know, our five piece. You know, here's the story we're telling. We're not going to try and run into, you know, but there's, there's always there's still those tropes. Right. So there's there's Cobra Commander and Megatron and they're the leaders of their factions. And then, of course, you have Destro and Starscream always trying to do that underhanded let we're going to overthrow and take over because we want to be in control because these guys don't know what they're doing that sort of thing so that that trope is still there um and then you find out that you know like destro and and starscream are kind of working together to try to overthrow megatron and and cobra commander and then you find out the baroness is like cobra commander's lover but you find out she's cheating on cobra commander with destro and yeah, there's all that hijinks and backstabbery and all that stuff but like what what's really cool to me is just how different the designs are in the in the uh the transformers themselves like optimus prime is a big like uh, i don't want to say tank but he's just a a big cargo uh army cargo uh vehicle man yeah, like a, not a van, but like, you know, one of those kind of like a warthog type thing. Oh, okay. you know, it's always kind of that. And, you know, Grimlock to, comes back as a tank, um, that sort of thing. So what happens is, is the G.I. Joes are infiltrating the uh, the Decepticon Co- Cobra Commander's stronghold. And what happens is they find that 
there's other robots that are just not, they're not activated. They're just dead. And what happens is they accidentally reactivate the Autobots. And then the Autobots meet the GI Joes and they're like, oh, the Decepticons are here. We can't leave until we get rid of the Decepticon problem. Just like in the 80s cartoon. But, but then what happens is it's just absolute bat shittery is everyone just starts getting killed. Like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow are fighting and Storm Shadow uses, uh, I, I can't remember the Decepticon's name. It's uh, not in my brain right at the moment. But uh, he uses a Decepticon to beat up uh, Star, or, uh, Snake Eyes. Oh, it's Rumble and, and Frenzy, I think, is who, who's involved. It's one of them. And... So as Snake Eyes gets his ass beat and to the point where he almost dies, he gets caught in an explosion, gets burned beyond recognition, and that's how he loses his voice. His vocal cords were singed. And so now he can't speak. He doesn't look as good as he did, and he had a thing for Scarlet, and he's like, I don't think, uh, I don't think Scarlet's going to like me anymore. So he's you know distant and all that weird stuff. Anyway, it's just these really cool stories that are kind of familiar but a little different. Like the aerial bots are all these like spitfires and old like uh, warthog planes and 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 like when they form superior on they're fucking huge but then they get destroyed because shockwave basically was the uh, remember that giant gun uh, that Hitler created that it could like withstand like a ton of like uh, uh, basically bombardments that basically is what shockwave was in this story he was this giant gun. But the problem is, is if you used it too, too much, he basically becomes obsolete because he damages himself every time he shoots. So anyway, Cobra Commander, you know, basically tells Shockwave to transform and attack. And he's supposed to be like recalibrated every every five shots. But he shot 31 times in a row. And now Shockwave's done. He can't can't transform. No more he's useless. He can't. Shoot. Yeah, he's on the ropes. And then, you know, madness ensues. Anyway, long story short, uh, the. Uh, the way the story ends is, you know, Optimus Prime is fighting Megatron. Uh, Cobra Commander drops the, the Matrix of Leadership, and he tells, as he's fighting Megatron, uh, one of the GI Joes picks it up. I think it's, uh, I think it's Flint, and he's just like, "Hey, you got to destroy that. It's the only way we can win." So what happens is that he destroys the Matrix of Creation, and Megatron, Optimus, they all die. They just literally just all just stop moving and die. And that's how the, that's how the comic book ends. It's done. It's no more story. That's it. It's over. It's a good thing you didn't World read saved. that as a kid. Yeah. Done. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was impressive. I just have a question. Uh, there's a kind of a, a subtle little, little, I don't know if you call it a jab. Who in the hell believes the world is 2000 years old and that there was no dinosaurs? <laughs> Some weirdos online. Okay. I, I just I hope it's not what you're what you're saying it is because you're completely wrong. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I'm gonna hashtag but, hashtag year two thousand. Um, but so it, it, that was a great story. And what tends what happened now is after I've read that, I'm like, man, wouldn't it be cool if somebody decided to take this comic book and make some toys out of it? Because, like, I would love to have an aerial bots of old-timey warplanes, because that would be fucking badass. <laughs> That's like... the GoBots. That's what was so great about the GoBots, is they kind of had that weird stuff. There was a, a GoBot plane, I think that was like an old biplane, and there was like a, the old Jeep, the old Army Jeep and stuff like that. Tra uh, Transformers never went that route. Well, they did back in when it was Starscream's Brigade, and they created uh, Bruticus. 
It was all old, old, uh, old stuff. Like, uh, Dive Bomb was an old, uh, I think, uh, like an old uh, Spitfire, I think it was. And like, I don't remember that. Yeah, they're all like uh, old, like the helicopter was an old army helicopter from like, you know, probably during the Vietnam War or something like that. Like it was one of those style helicopters. Yeah, go back and watch that episode. It's pretty good. It was one of my favorites. Interesting. It's funny how just a simple reimagining can kind of get the old imagination going. Like, do you find that what kind of helps you avoid getting just burnout? You know, it's like a TV show that goes on too long. Well, it's just another medium, right? And it's just, it's a different, like, it's the same story, but told in such a different way. It, I, it didn't feel too familiar. So it was kind of like, I'm, I was kind of rediscovering some of the, the lore of the character because it's based on this little microcosm, right? For sure. So I, I, I quite enjoyed it. And then, of course, as we know, I'm going down the Transformers UK uh road and i'm not i'm not like it, it's it's interesting because it takes place in england um the way they I, i've only read the first issue and it was about 50 pages so I'm, I'm i'm just uh dabbling right now i just got into it but the first issue takes place in england they introduce the human characters as this little boy named sammy who's the uh, son of a curator of an old castle and there's this story of the the story of the castle is you know it housed the the man of iron that protected the villagers of this of this castle and when you look at the uh the uh painting or depiction of it it looks like jazz the Otto hell house. yeah and it turns out it turns out that's who who was discovered on on the planet was back back then was jazz and the the story is a little different because you know jazz is the one who's out searching and trying to find this signal that's being broadcast because that's that's what brought them to earth is there's a signal on earth that was calling the uh, decepticons and autobots so you're kind of just learning that the like there's no crash crash land or anything they came here because they found there was a signal um and then you know when they got here they're out of fuel and they needed to you know do that the whole energon thing um but yeah it's it's interesting because like jazz seems to be the bumblebee of of this story like he seems to be the guy that you know met he met the young kid he befriended him he introduced a, a optimus to the humans and you know that sort of thing so it's co a complete different take on bumblebee you know with spike and and, and spark plug completely different um you know there, it seems to be there's a lot of decepticon fodder like there's a lot of planes like a lot of seekers and you see them get destroyed quickly but in the the beginning of this you know they're they're attacking the autobots and you see like a couple autobots get blown to bits like tracker and uh ironhide gets shot up a little a little in this uh comic book so you know he's he's you know doing his you know the the same old ironhide like but he's a more grizzled vet than even the ironhide we knew in the 80s series he's like like he has like flashbacks of like every time he starts talking, it's always a story of of when he was fighting in in the original war, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and Optimus, like we, me and uh, Swamp Ninja were talking before the podcast started. Uh, like the art style of this comic is pretty 
I don't want to I don't want to say it's bad by any means because it was back in in the eighties, but like it's not like fully detailed like I'm used to reading now with the more modern comics. Everything's more high resolution, high detail. Like you can tell like. There's some panels where, like, in the background where a character is supposed to be drawn, it literally is just, like, a pencil drawing and then splatted with, like, colors to be differentiate him from another stick figure. <laughs> like, it's it's some pretty bad backgrounds. Um, they focus on the main characters in most of the frames. So, like, even Optimus Prime, though, still looks real boxy. Like, it's just very, like, uh, kind of... Mo- yeah, he's a big boxy boy. And, you know, it's... It's just a. It's interesting to see that that style of of drawing because I don't remember it like that. Back when I was a kid, I thought it was the best drawing ever. But now, going back and trying to see if it holds up, it's tough to look at because it's just That's you know it's not it's not the most appealing. It's I've not the most before. appealing. But uh, it's it's it, it's a fun story to read. I'm hoping the artwork improves as as time goes on, but. As Swamp Ninja has already ruined it for me, it, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it might, it might, it might. Um, either of you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they also just do like a daily comic for Transformers and He-Man, like in the in like UK newspapers? So I can imagine that, like a couple artists just like obviously mainlining some black coffee and like, all right, let's bang out some comics let's, yeah, for let's, the month. Yeah, let's uh, let's draw like Optimus Prime thirteen different times. On 13 different pages on these nine comics that are going to go out. Yeah, you could kind of see that they're just like, fuck it, let's just get this shit done and as quick <laughs> as possible get it done. Like, yeah, I completely understand. I want to see my kids. Um, I remember those. <laughs> yeah. I remember those 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 books. The I remember those. Remember those things. Books. No, when you're a kid and you and you get these. It's not a comic book, but it's a Master of the Universe like storybook time, and you know, Merman would steal a magic clock or something. The not to dunk <laughs> on the artist. Those. Yeah, yeah, I gave I gave a bunch to a to a buddy. The covers amazing. Yeah. Um, like all advertising, the covers are usually hand painted. Sometimes your artwork inside they uh, they forget a few things, like you know, arms yep. and legs. I I have five or six of those actually in storage. I still have them. Yeah, well, when you guys, Merman will steal a clock, and you know what's scary is I think you're right. I think that is <laughs> think... literally the storyline of one of the books. I hope not, because yeah, that's some weak sauce. But I remember, yeah, some sort of time, a time boy, always a time trial issue. Mm-hmm. But covers are great. I, I, I'm, I'm yelling at my buddy to put to display his because the uh, the covers, great hit on all the, the nostalgia. Picked some up at a yard sale a million years ago. But yeah, the inside. Yeah, someone don't forget to color someone's pants so it looks like he's just naked. It's uh, folks. Just capitalizing on that, on that. Uh, you gotta get it property at the time. No. So speaking of capitalizing on hot properties, and uh, I saved this for a little while into this podcast. Um, Turbo, you're gonna take special interest in this is apparently coming down the pipeline is a crossover between the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Masters of the Universe. Nice. Okay. And they were showing concept art. It's it's still just a rumor, but they were showing concept art. And it's like Leonardo has taken the mantle of He-Man. So there's like a cross between um, like leonardo with like the he-man breastplate on he's got like he's got two the power sword has been split in two because you know leonardo has two swords or katana 
Uh, it's like this total mix-up. And then like Leonardo is this mix-up between Leonardo and Man-at-Arms. Um, oh, I was trying to remember the other two. Michelangelo is Ram Man and Raphael is Tila. So basically they're just doing the, the masters of the universe, uh, kind of like the, uh, masters of the WWE universe figures. So they're basically making, they're taking characters and spoofing them to be characters in, in the show. Exactly. And then there's going to be a, apparently a mutated He-Man. Um, so I don't know what that's going to look like. They didn't have any concept art of what that possibly could look like, but I know that you've got a, a huge heart on for both of those toy lines. So that, that should be interesting. I want to talk because NECA just made an announcement that they're putting out like uh, new uh, last Ronin figures and they have this last Ronin uh, Raphael versus Kiara, which was the main protagonist that killed all the turtles in this, in this story. And you see, it's like, he's a battle damaged Raphael. So he's got like an arrow straight through the leg. Uh, He's got all these arrows in his shell in the back. He's covered in blood. It looks badass, And it's a two pack. And I mean, in all honesty, I could use Kiera because she's dressed up like Elektra from like the the Marvel Universe. So it, 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 I could use Kiera as an Elektra and put her with my Daredevil figure, which would be kind of neat. So I'm already using my lizard brain to make make assumptions on getting no, 100 because the Ninja, Tur- the Ninja Turtles <laughs> the Ninja Turtles were a parody of Daredevil. So when you took your pictures of Daredevil and uh, the last Ronin, Ronin. Yeah, they're technically canon. They're basically the Foot Clan are the ninjas in the Ninja Turtles. The Hand are the ninjas in Daredevil. So yep. it's all one big happy family. Yeah, and that's a ba- that was a badass pick too. I was pretty impressed with yeah, it. Yeah, good man. You got all. I hope you got baked. Oh, I got. I was ripped when I was doing that. I was. Nice. <laughs> it was a. It was Saturday night at like midnight. I took those photos. I'm like, no one's up. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. Uh, Kids are in bed. Wife's asleep. Uh, dad's gonna go get elevated and play in his toy room. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of the crazy collabs, Mattel and Hasbro's are collabing now. So they're oh, teaming really? up. Really? Yeah. It's I never. It's this via, you know, Retail Wire and Business Insider. This is the first time anything like this has happened. So, so yeah. I don't know. Barbie Transformers. What are the two different brands? What What could you see? Well, Hasbro and Mattel. So what did Mattel make? What were their big properties? Mattel is Masters of the Universe, right? But that's so changed. See... That, oh, that, okay. property, that property has switched, and I'm pretty sure, sh- like, I don't even know who owns the He-Man property right now because I think it just literally switched like a year ago or something, didn't it? Uh, let's check out Mattel. Uh, our, our brand portfolio, Barbie, Hot Wheels, Fisher-Price, American Girl, Thomas and Friends, Uno. I want Uno and uh, Transformers to team up. There's a He-Man Uno, just to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get it, but... That's dope. Yeah. But yeah, you end up getting too much. Like, why am I buying everything just because it has, you know, an aspect of this thing that I like. Um, for action figures, let's see what we got. Ooh, apples to apples. The uh, family-friendly version. Dinosaurs, uh, Jurassic Park, Max Steel, WWE, Street Sharks, and uh, that's a good muscle. Why is muscle still showing up under Mattel? Give me more muscles. Uh, so Mattel has Marvel Legends, don't they? Uh, Hasbro has Marvel Legends, and Mattel has Masters of the Universe. 
So you're probably going to see Mash up there. You'll see Legends and Motu probably. You'll see like Spider-Man and Transformers and. Yeah, it's good. I mean, that'd be kind of neat. I'm not gonna lie, like to see a big mech. T- I mean, well, the, I've already seen a mech version of Spider-Man. It was Scarlet Spider back in the day, but like, yeah, I would be. It'd be really cool to see, like, you know, some sort. Or if they decided to make a complete new line of toys together. Thomas and Friends be- versus, you know, the GoBots. <laughs> Thomas and Friends versus the GoBots would be cool. Yeah. Oh, Thomas the Tank Engine. You got to watch out. It's going to be cuckoo bananas. Um, so, so your temptation is, so far now is uh, Ninja Turtles. Yep. Uh, what else is on the docket? Batman, sexy, uh, sexy barbarian Batman. No, don't want him. Want the want the Mister Freeze. The Mister okay. Freeze is where it's at. Big Daddy Freeze, as we'll call it. There we go. <laughs> Large father. Um, announcements for me. Just NECA is dropping Thing Ultimate Dog Creature Set. So that's going to be. You're all over that. Are you going to get that? Yeah, one of the more, you know heart-wrenching scenes they're like that husky is uh, not what it seems if you got everyone go back and watch john carpenter's thing so you have a nightmare thing dog so that is tempting i hope it doesn't come out for another couple years but they need to come out with a child's with the flamethrower they absolutely do i agree i thought they did isn't there not a flamethrower neca there's a, a, a there's just the kurt russell so they only uh, paid for, okay. the, for his rights yeah, they need uh they need a Wilfred Brimley too. They do <laughs> with an axe with the, and a look. With the beaties, with the beaties. <laughs> with the beaties. He was thirty-seven in that film. Yeah, he didn't. He looked didn't look it. He looked seventy in that film, and he was thirty. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's a lot of that's some hard living. He was ridden hard and put up wet, as they say. Well, he yeah. had the diabetes. Yeah, I guess. And they didn't have uh, that same thing. I don't think they were controlling it as well back then either. It's come 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 a long way, but yeah, that's tempting. It's the the uh, the the threat is getting too much spooky stuff, and then you look like a creep. So uh, the spooky stuff usually comes out on Halloween for a Halloween month long display. But the thing is a rockin' movie, so I looks like expected September twenty twenty three. So I got some time. So. So we will they need see. To come out with, they need to come out with some creep show figures. Yeah, that'd be really fun. At least, you know, at least pair it with the uh, the anniversary. What creep show guys would you go for? Or creeps? What creeps? Well, I'd probably go with a fluffy immediately. That'd be awesome. Some Tom Savini work, from yeah. The, from the crate, yeah. That'd be good. Uh, the the Graham Lantham from the from the Father's Day with holding the cake, the head cake, that'd be awesome. I'd go for that. Yeah. Maybe a, a dancing. Uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Why can't I think of it? Uh, Ed Harris. Yep. He knows how to get down. <laughs> Those jeans the, are the, tight. The, the disco dancing Ed Harris. I'll go yeah. for that. I'll go for the uh, the animatronic for, for the Ted dancing. Yeah. No. They he can hold his breath for a long time. Everybody. No. They actually Leslie. do make that. They actually do make that figure. Leslie Nielsen can holding hold his the cake for a long time. Do they really? Oh, good. Yep. How much is that going for? My mind. Uh, I misremembered, as all people on podcasts do. Uh, creep show seven inch figure on Amazon. Let me see which one it is. I'm gonna guess it's about 180 dollars because it's obscure. No, no. The the creep at the beginning that's holding the comic book 
You can find yes. him right now for 38 bucks. Meh. Yeah. Is he from for part the... one or part two? It's the part one one where he's holding the lantern, I think. That's you can two. get the crate and you can get the Father's Day. They're 3.75. They'll go right with your G.I. Joes. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't they... think those existed. Um, yeah, they also did Reanimator, and it's, it's the company where I got my Tarman and my Dr. Kung. Oh, you from... have a Tarman? Yeah, Tarman. We picked up Tarman at, I think it was the Pittsburgh Steel Con, like a horror convention they did in Pittsburgh. Nice. But, um, yes. It's, uh, what the heck is the name of the company? But don't, uh, everything from your childhood will be made. Don't worry. So it's out there. Oh, I'm they looking, do make a creep show fluffy figure. Ooh, Damn it. Called, I'm looking uh, through them right now. 119 bucks. A muck times. So that's what they're called. Oh, there's the cake one. Oh. Yep. Yeah, nice card art, too. There you go, bud. You're welcome. Oh, my goodness. That there is sweet. Mm-hmm. Very, very oh, fun. This, this isn't right. This is the... <laughs> yep. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I was really tempted with the, the reanimator set, but I was I was good. Especially when you're flying back. You're like, I can only have so much stuff. They're not. They're actually not too bad, though, price-wise. They're pretty... And these yeah. are from a few years ago too. Yeah. So, you know. so like, you know, 60, 70 bucks isn't too bad. They're not like 300 or 400, which is fantastic. These are definitely more geared towards obviously adult collectors and then folks who kind of get exclusive limited run, you know, dollies. So, I mean, you can open up if you want to, but it's obviously, like I said, it's more so for a, Hey, you want to display this on your, on your shelf with your blue rays. That, that fluffy box looks really cool. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, a little creep. And for people who didn't have the, the pleasure of watching Creep Show, Fluffy is an unknown creature from Antarctica or the Arctic. I watched a video on that the other day, actually, the, the Fluffy <laughs> Origins, where where somebody was uh, like this horror fan. He's you know he's got a bit of a following, so he does deep dive. he does these yeah he does these deep dives, and he's looked at all the source material he can, and he still can't fully determine fluffy's origins now i always just assumed it was some foreman of an abominable snowman because like he's got white fur and he just kind of looks that part i don't know yep an archaeological expedition into the arctic and that's what they were saying they were saying that uh this person um theorized that the crates got mixed up oh nice and that yeah that that the crate that said arctic expedition was actually like samples of like real stuff, uh, like from the Arctic, uh, like vegetation, things like that. It wasn't meant to, to hold a, <laughs> a uh, nightmare monster, a carnivorous. Yeah. And th this thing found its way into the box somewhere along the line. And, and, uh, like lived off, that's, lived off of the, the stuff that was in the box. And that's why it's still alive. Like a hundred years later kind of thing. Or just a shipping problem. So someone like, oh, I want this little monster. And they get a giant Bigfoot monster in the other box. They're like, oh, shit. Looks we like can handle a little guy. Yeah. No, very, very cool. <sighs> That's the sound of temptation. That's the sound of a man browsing. It temptation. is. That is. Well, so like I said, like you, I've sent you guys the photo of the, the Joker dragon flying in the sky. And yes. I'm thinking, do I need another one? They were pretty cute there for one. a while. Well, yeah. in the comic series, it wasn't just one dragon. It was imagine dragons. It was imagine this. Yeah. It was a bunch of them. They were like a you know. That's how you got around. Yeah. So I'm thinking I might pick up another one. All right. Or two. Wait, wait for the sale. 
Well, that's what I'm looking at. It's on sale. Well, then you, then you got to do it. If you're going to uh, get one, you might as well get it now while it's on sale. Like, and it's and while the same. you're on the phone, exactly. Yeah, this is, and it's the same price as what I bought this one for. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's I should have got two the last time. Damn it. Hey, man. Uh, we'll see. We just want you we'll to be see. happy. We just want you to be happy. That's what everyone wants me to be is happy, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. She, she won't freak out on us. Um, any any comic books for action, or you just mainly been using your e-reader? When Mostly you visited your local comic book shop. Um, actually, I visited it about two weeks ago, and I picked up a couple of little tidbits. Nothing major, just a couple of dark comic books. Good man. I read them. Nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing really to write home about. It was like I think it was a one shot of like a Wolverine comic, and I'm trying to think what the other one is. Oh, it's right here. Oh, I uh. Picked up a Four Horsemen comic where it was like, you know, Angel and, you know, the ap- Apocalypse and the Four Horsemen from Ooh. X-Men. Yeah, so I've, I picked up a, I think it was like more of a, an introduction. Like, essentially, the comic book is just introducing the characters and telling you the powers and where they origin from. Kind of like a who's who comic. Remember those back in the day? They were great before the internet and you wanted yep. to dunk on some kid because you knew... You know, <laughs> you knew more than some they characters. Did. Like, no, he's from Latvia. It's fine. You're stupid. So, like, yes, he's not Doctor Doom, dummy. <laughs> yeah, he's, exactly. Where was he born? He was in Boston, Massachusetts. What mm. year did he graduate? What's the social insurance number? Three two one six one four two three one. How do I know that? <laughs> that was that was me when when it came to playing games like Mortal Kombat. I could remember all those moves in my head. Not so much now. Not so much. Well, I mean, you uh, you lost your mind. It's a new tease. More Mortal Kombat. It never stopped for you. How many years have you been playing? Twelve or eleven? Well, I say. it's it's thirty. It's thirty. Uh, it's thirtieth anniversary just happened. So I've been playing since for well thirty years because I played it when it came to the arcade, and then I played it when I went to console. So you think I'm forty five now? So fifteen. I was fifteen when I first started playing that game, and. Yeah, they're about to launch a new one. There was a big teaser trailer, and everyone's going bananas over trying to figure out what. The, all it was was a grain of sand that fell through an hourglass and exploded, and people are losing their damn minds trying to figure out. Wow, it, it's got to be. It's got to be. You know, the timeline's over. They're starting fresh. It's going to be brand new. It's like I don't know what 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 story. Like what story are they going to? Uh, you know, follow after the game completely, like after you beat Mortal Kombat 11, there was two storylines. There was a good and a bad. Which one are they going to use? I'd love it to be the bad one and not the good one. I would love it if where Shang, T- Shang Tsung wins and, you know, and it's all evil and you're trying to overthrow all of that, which would be wicked. But he likes evil, evil stuff, folks. Yeah, it's a lot. It's all about the evil. <laughs> uh it's gonna be a day one drop for you a pre-order or oh yeah like as soon as it's as soon as it's announced i've already it's it'll be in the cart and i'll be getting the, the deluxe version i have to because i want to have all the characters when they launch and yeah i'm a fiend when it comes to mortal Kombat. taking the day off work oh absolutely that'll be a vacation <laughs> day for sure yeah treat yourself uh physical yeah. copy or online only <laughs> Um, if the physical copy comes with a really cool Mortal Kombat memorabilia, because I was never one to do that, to buy physical copy. Um, if it comes out, like if the deluxe, the physical deluxe version has enough stuff in it where I would want to, to buy it, like if it has a, like a cool scorpion mask or a, 
God knows what. I mean, the last one came with an hourglass, and I was like, nah, I didn't want that. And then there was another one that came with the Scorpion Mask for Mortal Kombat X, but we it sold out so quick here on the island, I didn't get a chance to pre-order, so it was just like, I didn't get it. I would love to, like, in all honesty, I would love to have a Scorpion Mask, a Sub-Zero Mask, and a Noob Mask, if I could find them. I'm, I've been looking on Etsy, seeing if anyone's made them, and, you know, reasonably priced, because, you know, 3D printing, which would be kind of neat. But like, sure. you know, they're still wanting, you know, 80, 90, 150, 200 bucks to, on stuff. And I'm just like, nah, if I can't get in on the ground floor, that's not me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go over and above a hundred bucks for a, for a mask. Nope. It's, it's so tough. There definitely needs to be a bit more competition for you guys as far as for, you know, just a, a collector store or just even just a novelties. Well, I mean, I was looking at maybe getting into uh, this is totally off topic, but I was looking at maybe getting into the AEW uh, collectible cards, you know, kind of like they have the diamond box and, you know, I could get like a couple of cool cards that maybe have like a piece of ring canvas in it or something, you know, just kind of, you know, just something to kind of play with. And like nowhere on the island covers carries AEW cards. I call I called all the card shops. None of them do. None of them do. That's like, rough. And I'm like, I'm gonna guess ah. it's also been, and, and Al can chime in on this. You start watching uh, deck breaks, and people don't open enough packs on YouTube. No, I haven't. I haven't gone down that whole rabbit hole, and I don't want to because that'll probably just make me want to do it more. So yeah, no, I'll probably stay away from that. I'll just stick with with what I know, and it's the figures right now. And you know, if the opportunity comes, like if I'm, you know, if I was traveling, and I seen a box or something, maybe. But like, I'm not, I'm not going out of my way to make that effort by any means but it would be interesting to see if i could get you like a, a couple cool cards like a you know like a mjf rookie card or you know ethan page with his weird signature that sort of thing he because he put a he put a couple he put one card that he signed out there different so it'd be kind of neat to find that one but nah i'm not going down that rabbit hole right now no it's tough it's tough. They know. They know. They know what you want. They know. They know what I want. They know what I want. I guarantee you, once I get off this podcast and I look at my phone, I'm going to have ads for Transformers, G.I. Joe, and probably AEW cards now. <laughs> How would that Excellent. be any different from what, exactly. what it is? And then like tarps. Like, why do I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. Any, any temptation? At the uh, the algorithm household, just as far as for pickups, put downs, no hockey card action. Uh, another good question too, like, what video game would you buy a physical copy for? I mean, obviously something for the for the boy or something the family could enjoy. But would it be Starfield? Would it be, you know, if they dropped another Dragon Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior, another Fallout? Or are you an online digital man all all over? I'm probably done with physical copies of things unless like it's something that I that comes with a really cool bonus that I'd really want but I'm kind of like turbo I don't you know and usually don't go after that stuff um I just find physical copies like it's just it's a pain in the ass and it's uh like I had the the fallout 4 physical copy I think it was the last game I bought in physical copy and I took care of that disc and everything else. And then just one day it just wouldn't read anymore. And just gave up. It's not the Xbox because other discs read fine. And I mean, I've looked over it and there's no scratches. There's nothing. It just doesn't want to read. And I had to end up buying the, the, the digital copy, but it was like six bucks. 
but it just pissed me off enough to where like I'm not buying physical copy anymore. And you have the luxury of, you know, for, for the most part, there's any game that you can just wait for. Like, yeah, you know what? That's great, but I'll wait a year and get it half price. I always do. Yeah, exactly. And, and I always do. Um, I'm not like, I used to be that way when I was younger. Um, there's there's two or three games that I got on launch day, and then I kind of, eh, it's not really, a, it's not really a, a big part of my life anymore. So it's no. I can wait it out. There's a lot more accessibility and convenience now, too, just for playing the long game. Actually, question for you, Swamp Ninja. Hell yeah. Uh, Street Fighter Six, are you going to get it? I will wait. <laughs> I will wait. I will wait. Um, I joined you on the path for, for Mortal Kombat 11 at the gates. Um, I, will, I will wait. I'll watch the videos. I, uh, I bought a nostalgia the, the Street Fighter collection online digitally. Have you been playing Street sale. Fighter Three at I all? I didn't play. I played like a couple rounds. I'm like, I'm not good anymore. I can't do this game. I need to go back to training. I gotta go back uh, to training mode. I gotta hit the I was, hope, I was hoping we were gonna get online soon and go. <laughs> we should. Well, I mean, obviously you cheat all the time, but uh, I, I get back on. I do not cheat. I do not cheat. That is oh, slander. His, his internet connection is. <laughs> it's not my internet connection. It's the yeah. fact that your face is not He swatted me once. He swatted me. <laughs> I he swatted you. Yeah. yeah. PO at the door. Terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, it was absolutely super duper fun playing, but yeah, definitely none of the moves came back. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a journey. This is going to be some, some work. So, so. so I went down the nostalgia hole. On, on the old uh, Xbox, and I decided to buy a game I never played before on the Neo, like on a Neo Geo cabinet. Because like we've all played, we've all played Windjammers, we've all played, you know, uh, King of Fighters, we've all played those 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 games. Not all of us, but there's one. There's <laughs> yes. one. You didn't, you didn't there, hang out in a weird pool hall as a kid, yeah. There was there was uh, one game I never played before, and it was a wrestling game. Oh no! Well, yeah, I got three count out. Hell yeah! So I've, I've never played this either. <laughs> yeah, never, never played it. Anyway, it was on sale for six bucks, and I was like looking at it, and I was reading the reviews, and everyone tells me it's one of the hardest games to play, and they they didn't lie. They did not lie. This is me watching the trailer right now, and I'm muting the laptop. Um, give us a breakdown. How many characters do you got? I'm gonna guess this um, is not I licensed. I think it's like I think it's like eight or nine. No, it's not licensed at all. It's like uh, you know. Starman and just like in the old NES style game, just you know, random characters that you know, kind of kind of look like somebody, but are no relation type thing. Um, I've only played it the uh, the tw the two times since I purchased it, and both times I've raged quit um, <laughs> because of the that fact of like how games from our childhood that that like just how cheap the computer is when you're playing it. Because again, it's all about the quarters. Right, you have to hit the quarter button to start playing the game, and I've I pumped about 35, 40 quarters in, and I sat there and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play it until all the quarters are gone. Um, I mean, I have infinite, which is awesome, but like I was, you know, just trying to kill some time. I was bored. Everyone was like in bed and whatnot, and I was like staying up late. Had a little touch of insomnia one night and didn't want to go to bed, and decided to play this thing. So. 35 quarters lasted me 22 minutes. Oh, God. That's how, that's how hard this game is because it's all about uh, kind of like Fire Pro where you have to, you know, try to stay away from the opponent and not get hit. 
but like the grappling system throws me off because when you grapple, it's not like there's a bar that pops up. The bar pops up, but I don't see any movement on it. It just like tells you to hit as fast as you can. Oh, that's but you good. don't you don't get to see your your uh, your progress on the tapping, so you don't know. So I'm swear I'm tapping like a motherfucker, but the computer just like, oh, you just got triple power bombed. You now just been pinned and lost. Like I'm like, oh. I was yeah, I was pretty upset. Luckily, I was a little elevated, so my my temper wasn't as bad as it normally is. So I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna play until the quarters are gone, and I did. And I was like, okay, I'm not playing that game for a little bit because it made me angry. But I tried to play it this morning, and I beat I beat my first opponent this morning. I can't even remember what the name of the character is. I beat it. All I know it's the big fatter the the big fat guy because I don't he remember is names. The uh, the Vader clone. Yeah, the Vader clone. So the, I I beat the 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 first uh, first round guy with him, um, just because I spammed clothesline and punch and like the real just, Vader. Like the real Vader, and couldn't uh, I couldn't get I couldn't win a grapple to save my life, but I, I I just you know played lame and kept punching him in the mouth and doing you know just one one hit moves, <laughs> no just no grappling, no combos, action. yeah, just meat man. But yeah, so I was I, I played that. It just be it brought me back to playing like games like WrestleFest and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I played like Saturday Night Slam Masters. Does anyone remember that Capcom game on the NES? That and that was an arcade game too, but I feel like that was a bit better balanced. Way better balanced. Way better balanced. So I'm, I'm thinking I may try to find a a copy of that to play on the Xbox because that that was like, oh, I like Saturday Night Slam Masters. I because that's what I really thought. Like free camp out was. I just thought it was named differently. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> We've all made those purchases. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I have three camp out. I'll I'll play it. It's something if I want to try to get better at. I like I know I'm. It's a game I know I'm not good at. So I'll sit there and I'll I'll uh, I'll try to get better at it. Whereas you know now when I play like like I've been going down the rabbit hole fighting games because of the whole Mortal Kombat 12 announcement. So I've been like playing You've been activated like a sleeper I've been, agent. Exactly. So I've been playing like some I pl- I played some yeah. MKX last night and I played some uh, MK11 and like the 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 games are so so different. Because MKX is fast, it's like you can wave dash, you can run. Um MK11, you can't do that. There's no wave dashing, there's no real running in it. It feels like a heavier more realistic fighting game where you have to use footsies a little more and um, shove a knife in someone's eyeball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I enjoy it, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. Not too shabby. Yeah. This game looks incredibly hard and would take all of your lunch money in two minutes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's how I felt that night when I pumped 35 quarters in and like 22 minutes. I'm like, Oh, this, this sucked. Nice. Um, any uh, any nostalgia YouTubing for you, Al? Did you uh, go back and check anything out the last week? I, I looked up some older games as well on YouTube and some obviously some dumb toy stuff, but thankfully I didn't buy anything. But any any pangs of nostalgia? Um, not really. Uh, just I I don't watch a lot of um, YouTube these days. Uh, so good. You guys watching anything fun lately? Well, YouTube is a sinkhole for sure. You just end up losing lots of time. It's yeah, that's usually for wasting time. But we like we're back into like jujitsu pretty heavy now. And nice. How about uh, those Crocs? Are they sweaty? 
They are sweaty and gross. Yeah. Um, we just moved locations, so we're in like a bigger space. So it's pretty cool. Um, oh, good for them. Air conditioned as well, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we we do that, and we're getting a new puppy next week. So oh snap, Pupperino. Yeah. So it's gonna be congratulations. Gonna be a lot of, thank you. Nice. Um, doggy daycare, doggy training. What's going on? Well, they they still have them for another week and a half. Uh, they have eight. There's a litter of eight, and they've got them to where they are going to the door and whining to get out. So they're not a hundred percent trained. Like they still have accidents. Don't we all? It's it's nice that uh, that like the, the the groundwork is there. I guess. Is <laughs> it? So, no, it's great. You're not going to take it to get trained? Like, you're going to do the clicker training or anything like that? No, I don't think we're going to do anything like that. It's, it's a anything um, different from the previous, previous. Well, this one's a golden retriever. So they're, they're pretty laid back. Um, I mean, as far as for like training, like, because you never had a dog as a kid, did you? No, no. Um, no, I don't like. I don't think we're going to put any money into training or anything like as i say like these these dogs we wanted a fairly laid back dog so the vibe it's not like it's a friggin pit bull or anything like that so <laughs> sure oh yeah yeah in addition to the family so good um i hope none of your collectibles get chewed up he will get a beating if that happens no he just maybe some x-lax in case he's He's gonna. Ha he'll have plenty of his own toys. Actually, we'll probably just shut this room off when he's free wheeling and dealing for a little while, because there's a lot of stuff he can grab in in the, the collectible slash TV room. Yeah, we're just gonna wild out. That's great. We've got we've got French doors, so we just shut it, keep them out. It's not bilingual, so it's fine. Exactly. Very very cool. Any critter care at the the Turbo household, or just the ghosts and the uh, the skinwalkers? Well, I have the cat. The cat is always You're more than enough. more than enough because he's he's getting to like he's he's older. Uh, he's, his health wise, he's fine. He's just getting really. Uh, he screams a lot. He just he doesn't. He's a very vocal, very vocal cat, and he doesn't. He always wants to be touched or held, or he's just like I. I think he has a a little bit of a separation anxiety from the other cat that was living with us that you know got you know left. Um, so it's been more of a, you know, he's, he's, he's still adjusting to not having the cat or the, his buddy around to lay with and stuff. So at night he just follows me around and it just, and sometimes he gets angry and he just starts biting me and attacking me. Like I'll be sitting on the couch, I'll be watching a show and I can see him sitting there and I'm, I look at him like, don't fucking do it. And he does, he'll just jump on me and start biting me. Like, I think he's, I know he's playing, he's not really attacking me. He just wants to play around and there's no one up to play with. I'm the one who's up. So, hey, motherfucker, throw me around a little bit. He wants to play and get like kind of beat up a little bit. Like, you know, how cats play with each other. But he I'm just like, I, I'm not I'm not having this. I don't like this. That, <laughs> so this that reminds me of when we used to live together. That's it. Hey, but usually just in underwear and with a guitar. <laughs> well, a, fake, a guitar hero, not even a real guitar. No, not even a real I don't want. I don't want to give any false. Uh, yeah. You know, you know John Denver. No, <laughs> I'm not Tom Petty sitting in my underwear there. I'm, no. you know, it's a, it's a, 
It's a Guitar Hero controller. Yep. How crusty did your Guitar Hero controller get? Because I see some when I go when I used to go thrifting. I've, it's oh, I took care of mine. Season. I took oh, okay, care of good. my. I took care of my shit. Yeah, okay. same here. We used to we used to play Guitar Hero quite a bit on the Wii. Um, even when we didn't live together, I'd go over. I had one of the uh, Kiss uh, Axe Special Edition ones because it happened to be on sale one day, and yeah, we used to play quite a bit. Yeah, we played like I, I even had the drums. At one point in time, I had the World Tour edition on the Wii, and it was weird. But yeah, it was it was fun though when I when I lived in that apartment building, the same one as your other buddy there, and he had the game too. And we used to go there, and I'd always rock the drums, and somebody'd be on bass, somebody'd be on guitar, and yeah, it was a good time. It was good fun. Anyway, and... we're about to drop off. We need to uh, we need to end this. We're at one minute and fifty nine seconds, so I'm just going to run through the socials real quick. Do it. Um. As you as always, you can find us on Instagram at 2BD Pods. You can find us on Twitter at 2BD Pod. Instagram is with a Z, 2BD Pods with a Z. I forgot to say that. Monday, Muscle Monday, Mo Tuesdays, Figure Fridays, uh, Weird Wednesdays. We comic do all kinds day. of comic book a day. All that stuff gets up on there. Also, you can uh, find us on uh, the Facebook. We have a, a Facebook page. No one uses it anymore, but if you if if so, you feel inclined to shoot us a message. Um, and you can always see us, uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts. And on that note, you can find us on Podbean too. And as always, we end this podcast to say always. Daddy's moving.